on 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This this is Newstalk. Obviously, big news overnight about the hopes that some Irish citizens will be able to leave Gaza doesn't make much on uh, headlines on the front paper. Uh, sorry, the front pages of the papers. However, the Irish Examiner manages to get it on the front page. Hopes Irish citizens will be able to leave Gaza and escape conflict. A number of Irish citizens in Gaza hoping to leave the enclave today after being told their names are on a list of those allowed to depart for Egypt. Uh, and the Palestinian authorities are calling for a ceasefire to evacuate three dozen newborns and other patients trapped inside Gaza's biggest hospital. The main photograph on the front of the Irish Examiner is of President Higgins meeting the family of eight-year-old Emily Hand at Orasanukthron yesterday alongside the Israeli ambassador. That's the main picture on the Examiner. Uh, RT all over the front pages again today. So I'll run you through what they're saying. Crisis in Montrose is the front of the Irish Daily Mail. RT stars not told their pay will be slashed. Top earners must come down to Director General's €250,000 salary. But they didn't know about this, apparently, before the staff meeting. Now, Director General Kevin Backhurst will be on News Talk Breakfast this morning. Lots of questions to ask him. The Irish Daily Star, cap in hand, no one allowed earn over €250,000. Hundreds of jobs and pay cuts planned as €56 million bailout is agreed. The front of the Irish Sun, the big books stop here. Ortiz top stars will see their pay slashed as the broke broadcaster bids to save money. Uh, the Irish Daily Mirror, Slash and Burn, and that's Claire Byrne, B-Y-R-N-E. Ortiz top earners are facing cuts of up to €100,000 after the station's chief ordered they cannot earn more than him. By the way, there's plenty, plenty of people in RTE who would love to be earning anywhere close to a quarter of a million, just in case the perception is out there that they're all big earners, but certainly some of the top talent in the country uh, won't be able to earn over a quarter of a million euro, um, which is obviously a big adjustment to some of their lives. And for others, they'd never dream of being able to earn that amount of money. Anyway, as I say, Kevin Backhurst will be on News Talk Breakfast this morning. To other news, the Irish Independent front page. Uh, it's amazing. You're talking about people earning a quarter of a million on the other end of the scale. The Indo says that there is an arrears crisis because thousands of people are now behind on their gas bills. More than half of businesses and a quarter of households that use gas now behind, they're in arrears. New figures show 56% of non-domestic gas customers, that's businesses really, were behind on their payments to their supplier in the period between July and September and 23% of households now in arrears on their gas bills. Inside the papers then, interesting one from the Telegraph, uh, obviously a lot of talk still about Israel and Gaza um, and the Telegraph says that young people are more pro-Palestinian than pro-Israel. This is according to TikTok. It says younger generations are more likely to be pro-Palestinian. Now, TikTok was responding to claims from US politicians that it's brainwashing young people against Israel. But TikTok is saying no. There's polling data showing millennials are less sympathetic to Israel than their parents and they deny that their algorithm is manipulating users, which is certainly an interesting one. I would have to say from what I see online, 
uh, it's certainly true here in Ireland, younger people predominantly seem to be more pro-Palestinian. That's just from certainly people my age on Instagram. No one is sharing positive messages to do with Israel. It's all positive towards uh, Palestinians and in particular, I suppose, just in general, the plight of people in Gaza at the moment. The Irish Times, Black Friday. Uh, when's it on? The last Friday. So it's the 24th of November. The ads have already started. I'm sure you've heard them all. Anyway, they're talking about Black Friday in the paper. Interest in Black Friday and Cyber Monday sales is increasing, but spending is expected to be down. This is according to Ireland's Consumer Watchdog. A survey of more than 1,000 shoppers suggests that 45% of people are likely to buy during Black Friday and Cyber Monday. That's up from 37% last year, but the predicted spend has fallen from an average of €398 last Last year to they reckon about 343 euro this year. Men plan to spend more money on average over the period than women on Black Friday and cyber money. This is a big report from the CCPC. But I was on some websites last night and they've already started their Black Friday sales. So I'm not sure it'll be on the day itself that people buy. Around this period, people will be buying bits and bobs for Christmas. And apparently Black Friday deals are more likely to be attractive, as we say, to men, but also more likely to be attractive to young people. Minister Helen McEntee is in a number of the papers this morning because she's done an interview with the podcast called Baby Tribe. The Irish Independent covers it and Minister McEntee's talking about the balance, getting the work-life balance right and trying to have it all. Minister Helen McEntee has opened up about how it can be a challenge to raise two children as a minister and how she feels guilty when she struggles to find a work-life balance. Minister McEntee discussed life as a mother to two sons and being the first minister to take maternity leave. She said her view hasn't changed on whether women can do everything and they should be allowed to do everything, but she acknowledged that it is hard at times. And she says politics continues to be a male-dominated field and that she faces challenges, but she doesn't think her work has suffered since having children. So a lot of coverage of that podcast in the papers. Lots of animal news in the papers as well. So we're back to Drogheda and the seagulls in the star and a suggestion that seagulls should be put on the pill in Drogheda. This is according to former politician Frank Godfrey, who said a contraceptive in the food of seagulls is probably the only way to reduce the gull population. And apparently the seagulls still causing absolute chaos in Drogheda year in, year out. So he wants them on the pill. He says that the seagulls are the curse of Drogheda. Every year they come to breed and there's a similar problem up the road in Balbriggan. So uh, we'll see if the food can be laced with some sort of contraceptive for the seagulls. Then in the eye, we have the top puppy names for next year. Now, this is in the UK. A lot of these I don't see translating here. Uh, but when it comes to naming puppies, apparently Barbie is the big influence on dog owners. Research from Rover.com shows that pink looks set to be the top trending dog name of the year, uh, followed by Barbie. So the top 10 names, Pink, Barbie, Freddo, Bolo, Chaz, Defer, Hovis, Jean, Carl and Lotta. As I say, that's across the water in the UK. Don't know, will it be the same here in Ireland? And then final animal story comes from the Telegraph. A load of people got hens uh, and chickens 
uh, during lockdown uh, for their gardens and to rescue them. And the Telegraph says that families are now paying to have their chickens pampered in hen hotels where they play classical music and they're fed fruit and veg. A growing number of businesses are now offering boarding services for chickens and they're called, I love this name, so it's not really a hen hotel, it's actually called a hennel and they charge owners a fee to look after their chickens when they're on their holidays. You get feed and water, music playing too. The chickens are given soft bedding, a full menu, and unlimited access to a house and swings. That's in the Telegraph. Costs a fiver a night if you're interested. On 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This, this is Newstalk.